thank you so much for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Flinaw, a National Board Certified Educator and Parent who is on a mission to ensure that parents have the strategies, resources, and skills needed to make sure that they know how to get their kids on track for learning and to stay on track for success. Every week on Saturdays, we will be dropping new episodes with the new strategies, tips, organizations, businesses to provide services and resources to make sure that you know what your child needs to make it to the next level and to get on track if they're off track. Today, we're going to really discuss how we could get our kids to be articulate and to develop their speaking skills. So when we're thinking about listening and speaking, it is part of the standards that students are required to know. However, they don't really have formal testing for most of our students when it comes to the listening and speaking. And sometimes it can be overlooked. So we wanna talk about how you as parents can really develop these skills for your child. And a lot of people really focus in on the reading abilities, the writing abilities, and overlook the listening and speaking. But when we really think about how people need to interact in work and negotiate and advocate for themselves, and the list goes on, we really know that those listening skills can be a make it or break it skill set. So that's why we really need to develop it for our children. So how can we do this as parents? Number one, we need to really talk to our kids about what's happening in the community, in the world, in our nation. And that goes hand in hand with following news stories and maybe reading with them articles, but then really hearing what their viewpoint on these issues are. Now, when you first begin this, it's very normal for kids to kind of sit back and say, I don't know. Uh, mm, This isn't that interesting. I don't really know. It doesn't really matter or whatever they do because, you know, they're middle schoolers, they're kids who are cool or whatever, but you really need to impress upon them why it might be important. Really talk about that relevance. How does this law getting passed right now relate to you in a couple of years when you get in high school or when you're going to be in college or when you're going to be getting your own apartment or buying your own house? How does this relate to you? And do you think that's fair? And what might make it unfair? And why might it be an advantage for certain people and a disadvantage for others? So really talking to them about those issues and really working out scenarios in which they'll be positively or negatively affected by whatever is happening. Now, I started with the heavy, like, here's a new law, but it doesn't have to be that heavy. It could just be as simple as here is a review of a movie that you watched. Do you agree with this review? Do you disagree with it? And them talking about the part of the scenes that they agreed about or they didn't agree with could help develop this skill. We know uh, many of us as adults have been in a situation where 
Um, you're on a team that needs to help make a decision. And that can get pretty challenging because there's different ideas in the room, controversial issues are arising. And we think about people's positionality, like where they fit into society and how a particular issue affects them personally or not at all. Um, so this is when they really need to use those skills because if they can't speak up, in a productive way. And some of our kids are really good at arguing and you know fighting with their siblings or their friends, but we really need to teach them how to engage as citizens, um, civic, civil conversations uh, that take place when it's sometimes hard or controversial issues, meaning there's a lot of disagreement in what different people think about one particular issue. And this is where you need to really hone in on their skills. Because again, they could be in a position where they stand out as a leader, or they could be in a position where they, you know, personally attack someone or, you know, argue with them, yell at someone and maybe lose their job or lose a promotion or an opportunity. And so this is why it is so important. And then when we think about careers, people who make a lot of money are people who are extremely articulate in their particular area, whatever it is. There are medical people who really go in and are able to articulate what is happening in the medical field with new research or uh, with a new development or, or uh, new discoveries or new complications, and they get paid to do that. There are also people who get paid lots and lots of money for sports commentators, right? As a sport commentator, makes a, they make a lot of money because they're able to articulate and talk about the different sides of a game. Uh, they could talk about their experience sometimes or they could really just explain in detail and in depth the different stakes that are at play. We're talking about the playoffs or a championship series, and they get paid a lot of money for that. Oprah, she talked about many, many different things, but she's known as a talk show host originally and really made a lot of money because her way of explaining and drawing in um, her guest really was a great skill that earned her a lot of money and fame. So I could go down the list and you're going to find that those people who are making big bucks are, you know, people who speak about politics in depth and really clearly and explain and illustrate with their words. And that is what gets them very far. So if our kids have the reading skills, the math skills, the writing skills, they don't have the listening and speaking down, then that is going to be a disadvantage for them. And we know our podcast is all about giving the kids the advantage. And so this is why we really need to think in terms of what we can do to help develop these skills for our kids. So again, they may not be 
It may not be important, all these different issues going on, but find those teachable moments. As parents, we really got to find those teachable moments where we could point out, see how this issue, this issue, this is what's going to happen with this and really connect the dots with them because yes, kids don't care because they think, oh, this doesn't affect me. This has nothing to do with me because they don't see it. Of course, they're not paying bills right now. Um, with maybe some exceptions, but most of them are not. And so they don't know and they're not able to relate to certain issues, but we can connect those dots for them so they can make sure that they really care about it. You may want to give them some opportunities to debate you on certain topics as well. And it could be real life issues, reasons why they might be coming into a school Hello, parents and caregivers. Join us every Wednesday for our Well-Educated Wednesdays on Instagram Live from 5.30 to 6 o'clock. We will be getting your questions answered about how to get kids on track for learning and to stay on track for success. It's free and you can ask any question that you would like. We're here to serve you and to make sure that you have the tools and strategies needed to make sure your kids are a success. And you can make sure that next generation is on a path to greatness. So you may want to give your child an opportunity to do real life debates, real issues that you have with them. For example, they may want to be explaining why they can go to a particular party or a particular game or why they've earned a certain privilege or why you should buy something for them and give them a chance to explain the reasons for it. You want to teach them about counter argument and counter argument means that they present the other side and they also know how to discredit the other side. So really important for them to think about this in terms of how to articulate their ideas, how they can speak up for themselves, how they can advocate for themselves and really show their viewpoint, because often when people are expressing their opinion, they're coming from their own point of view. And as kids and teenagers, they have a different point of view than maybe the adults do. And they may not understand how you know youth culture is moving in a particular direction or how there are new trends in society or how there is a reckoning of how um, people thought about or dealt with an issue in the past. And so people really need to reframe the way that they're thinking about issues so they could be more accepting of different viewpoints and different people's positions or positionality. Thinking in terms of listening and speaking, I've talked about a lot about speaking, 
we got a little bit into the listening, meaning that you are able to present the opposite viewpoints or opposing viewpoints. There may be one or there may be view, uh, several different viewpoints, but they really need to think in terms of listening to the other side and using some of that evidence of what they said to, to use it against them. And they could also use it to build on to ideas and add to or collaborate with someone else. So there's various reasons why someone may be needing to use those listening and speaking skills so that they can figure out what someone else wants. For example, sometimes they're in a negotiation and you have to think about what that other person wants so that they can meet them halfway or negotiate with them about what they want so that ultimately they can get what they want or at least have a compromise that works for both sides. Um, sometimes you're collaborating towards you all have the same goal and you want to figure out the best way to approach a problem. Another issue uh, or reason for uh, really using those listening and speaking skills is also, again, just for advocating for yourself and making sure that your viewpoint is seen and noticing where the other person may have a blind spot and being able to point that out in a way that is civil, polite, and respectful of each other uh, because it could be, you know, it's easy to get emotional or even disrespectful towards someone else. And they need to learn the skill of advocating for themselves without doing those things that cause controversy or cause conflict or escalate an issue. Uh, sometimes your child will be in the issue of mediating, so they will need to come up with a side for each group of people. They may not be advocating for themselves. They might be a neutral party, and they have to think about what this particular side wants and another side wants and how they could meet them in the middle. So they may need to listen to both sides, not for themselves, but for uh, to reach a consensus or um to, to resolve a conflict for other parties. Then, of course, we talked about debate, and that is when they are really trying to prove their point, and they really need to understand that the other side may never agree with them, but they need to really present their ideas, backing it up with evidence, research, um, experts, um, and anecdotal, right? Personal experiences about little stories about what happened that illustrate why their viewpoint is the correct viewpoint. And when we are really nurturing our students uh, in their learning at home, this a lot of what I have said goes hand in hand with what they might be writing about or what they might be reading about. So listening and speaking can stand on its own, but it is best done in conjunction with what they're reading or what they're writing. And um, it is really what is done in schools or um, in a in an academic program or when you're teaching, you have the, the kids engage with a topic 
through reading, writing, listening, and speaking. Again, reading, writing, listening, and speaking, those are the pillars of literacy. Students that can do all four of those skills at an adult level um, are what you call literate. If one of those pieces is missing, they're not really literate or have they don't have the benefits of full literacy. And as we know, parents, we need all of those skills to really highly function in the world. And that's what we want our kids to do. We want to give them the advantage, not the disadvantage. And so again, tell me, write to us with any questions you have, try it out, see how it works. Right. So when you are having a reading time for your child or writing time for your child, leave a little time for that discussion, that um, listening and speaking and really developing those skills for your child. They could be a well-rounded person or well-rounded in their education and their academics. And they're able to, in multiple ways, demonstrate their knowledge. Again, this is T.D. Flinnall. Thank you for joining us today for our podcast, Falling for Learning. Again, you can catch us every Saturday at 5 p.m. when we drop our new episodes. And again, email us with any questions that you may have. We're at writerty at gmail.com. That's thank you again for joining us at the Falling for Learning podcast. We are here every week. Saturdays at 5 p.m. is when we drop our new episode. Please listen in every week for those strategies and tips to keep you and the next generation on track for success. You can also find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash at fall for learning. Again, that's youtube.com at fall, the number four, learning. We really appreciate you, and we are here on a mission to make sure that that next generation is on track for success and on track for learning. Thanks again. I'm T.D. Flinnaw. Have a wonderful week.